Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Grandmania probably brings to you. It is I, your inaugural four-time and now first ever co-Ramblemania heavyweight champion, ABBI Zombie. Zoner along with me as always. Win! Let's go making history for the first time. It is co-champion, the I Zombie, Twin Savage. We're here. Let's go. We are Twin Magic, and welcome to another episode of Raw Rants, where we give you the good, the bad, and the book this shit of Monday Night Raw. So, yeah, um, if any of you guys saw the fascinating reactions, I retained the championship, but there was a twist added to it. Since TJ the Great now finally has his own championship, now we don't have to joke on him anymore. <laughs> They, we've officially been announced as the first ever inaugural co-Ramble Mania heavyweight champion. So Twin Magic shares this belt. So it doesn't matter where it goes to it. This could go to Twin Magic. This could go to Banter Club. No matter where it goes to, it still goes. It still belongs in Ramble Mania, whether Banter Club likes it or not. I'm saying this, whether Banter Club likes it or not, we are retaining this championship at WrestleMania, whether you like it or not. Bring your A game. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, um, basically, like, um, The Fiend showed up, saved my ass, and had Alexa Bliss <laughs> beat Randy Orton. And The Fiend just looks like a fucking zombie. Indeed. I mean, I know I'm not even, that guy's a fucking zombie. <laughs> that. Cheers. Let's cheers the belt. Cheer the belt so we can put them down. Mm. Well, I'm not putting them down yet. I'll put mine down in a minute. Oh, okay, um, okay. We do got some, some okay. wrestling news uh, to start off with before we begin our Raw Rants. We like to start off with Eric Bischoff finally yeah. being inducted into the Hall of Fame along with the mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee, Kane Glenn Jacobs, is now being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, this was announced during the bump. And the Undertaker made the announcement to him via fa uh, FaceTime or Zoom, and I can see in Kane's face like he he looked like he was about to tear up there for a minute. I think he, he I think he was. There was a tear coming down. I think this cheek. I mean, this is this is the most pro like professional and the most human we've seen Kane. You know, outside of the mask and unmasking and corporate Kane and all that other stuff. But I'm happy that this is. Uh, finally happening for him you know if it's not the undertaker this year it's 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 got that's it's that's gotta be Kane it's gotta be Kane <laughs> so yes congratulations to Glenn Jacobs and again also congrats to Eric Bischoff too because he's another one who deserved to be in the WWE Hall of Fame for everything that he's done with WCW creating the NWO putting WCW out of business. Nah, let me stop. You know, <laughs> um, him coming to Monday Night Raw, being the GM, yes. um, doing his stuff, really. And, you know, he's done a lot for the wrestling business. If you don't want to talk about the whole TNA thing. You forgot one more. What, what is it? The Great Khali. Is that true? Yes, that is very oh true. Oh, in the WWE Hall of Fame. I know a lot of people are going to have complaints. I, I I, like it. One, yeah, he didn't do a lot. But you got to understand his position. He is a very, very tall man. 
very tall, you know, very big from India. You know, I, I, I think if I'm not mistaken, he was the first Indian heavyweight champion. World champion. World champion, yes. He yes, he, he held on to the to the big gold belt. Remember, yeah. he won that in a battle royal. That was when um who I think yeah, it was it was Edge that vacated the yeah. belt because he had an angle with Kane and something happened in New Orleans. They did a little Mardi Gras skit and then Kane showed yeah. up and I don't know, fuck some uh got Edge injured during that segment. Yeah, Edge vacated the belt and then that following night. Wow, I'm surprised I remember most of this shit. Hey man, listen. The following night we had a a battle royale a battle royal to determine the world heavyweight champion. This was probably the second time that they've done this, that they've had the the world title be defended in a battle royal. The first one was Kurt Angle, and then he yeah, went I on to Mania 22. The next one was the great Kali now. And oh, yeah, go ahead. You know, when you just saying that, I'm like truly dumbfounded that this is really true because I thought this was a joke. Nice. I really thought this was something that like now it was announced on an Indian on an Indian show in India like and they, I, and they, I and I think that's the reason why they're putting him in the Hall of Fame is because you know WWE now has their own Indian promotion and shit yeah. and they want to give the they want to give the 1.3 billion people of India more clout by having one of their own people be inducted into the Hall of Fame. I mean look, look at it like this right like like for what he did for the time being you feel me? Because let's be honest, there wasn't there wasn't a lot that they could have done with the great Kali. He wasn't that well, like on the mic. You feel me? Like he, he couldn't his, walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was just about to say. His movement in the ring wasn't all that. So what he got to do, and what he means as the first Indian World Heavyweight Champion, he 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 deserves it. I feel like I feel like that's it's good. I mean, there's a lot more people that should be in the Hall of Fame, you know, but. You know, congrats to Great Khali, man. Um, but that's those everybody that we named right um, you know, off the top of the show, man, all, all those people deserve it in their own way. So it's good to see them shout out to them. And Batista is stepping down for this year's Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he just doesn't want to do it in front of a virtual crowd. He wants to he wants to do it in front of actual people it where people could actually chant, Thank you, Batista. Yes. It's very understandable. It's very logic of him to do that. And plus, he's probably he probably has like other big projects that he needs to do and all this other junk. Look, when it comes to somebody like Batista, and let's be honest, when somebody like Batista, he deserves the fans to be there when he gets not when he gets inducted into the Hall of Fame. That that monster, because that's what he is. Well, not not monster. I mean, that's Kane's. This animal. Yeah. This animal has done a lot for this for that for for WWF for me. Like he, he's been multiple champions. He's had some great rivalries. I, I, I believe one of one of the matches they said that he ha, that he had with great was with John Cena, when he did the Batista bomb from the top ropes. Remember that? I think it was on John Cena. I think that was SummerSlam 2008. Yeah, Isn't that when Cena broke his neck? I think so. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think. Yeah, because so. Cena went for a leg drop, Batista countered it to a Batista bomb. Yeah, that's where he broke his neck. Yeah. So, so you know, he that man has done a lot, man. And honestly, I, I agree with his decision. I feel like it wasn't a bad thing for him to postpone it, cause you know, like he he deserves that, man. He deserves that energy from the fans, the real people, man. Like he deserves that, and I respect it. And nothing bad uh, about that. Oh, um, another announcement, real quick. I know there's a few of them. 
Impact is now going on one on Thursdays, April eighth. April eighth, really? Impact is moving on to Thursday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So now, now everything is going to be in complete order. You have Raw Mondays. You have NXT Tuesday. You have AW Wednesday. Is NXT still moving to Tuesday? Yes, they're still moving. After uh, Stand and Deliver, they're going to start moving to Tuesdays. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you have N- you have AW on Wednesdays. You have Impact now going back to Thursdays, and then you got SmackDown. Let's go. There's too much wrestling within that within those five days of the week. Listen, listen. You know what it does for me? It gives me something to watch. Okay. Uh, let, let me see this. The, there's you got three hours. <laughs> plus the other plus the other ones are just two hours. So that's that's five hours plus fucking seven hours plus nine hours. That's eleven hours of wrestling throughout Monday through Friday. Yeah. Literally eleven hours. And then not only that, if if you're if you're really, really a big fan of wrestling and you just you just don't want to watch anything. That's that's not like you know America's Got Talent or Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> you have your your AW Dark Elevation. You have your AW Dark. You have and you, you have NWA coming back with the the Power Show, and they have the second show that they're doing. You also have MLW. That too. <laughs> you you also have New have Japan MLW. Strong. <laughs> so there's too yeah. much shit. There's so much wrestling. There's too much. There's too there's too much to handle. It's like oh. wrestling needs to be a genre of certain <laughs> things. Like Mondays are the entertainment. Tuesday is I have nothing else to watch, so I'm gonna watch wrestling on Tuesdays. Wednesday is I have motive to watch AEW now since NXT moved to Tuesdays. Thursdays is I again, I have nothing to watch on on regular television, so I'm gonna watch Impact. Friday, it's like, do I really want to watch SmackDown? Saturday, you have nothing to do until a random Sunday shows up where it's just a pay per view. Well, 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 this in the next two weeks, we got we got a hell of a wrestling, got a lot of yeah. Uh, we have we have way too much wrestling coming up in the next few weeks. We yeah. have Monday Night Raw. Then we have the Hall of Fame. Yes, then we have Wednesday and Thursday, NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver. Stand is night one. Deliver is night two. And then you have SmackDown on Friday. And then you have night one of WrestleMania and then night two. So, yeah, we're going to be fucking tired yeah. <laughs> from watching all of that shit. I think this is the one time out of the year where everyone just says, fuck every other promotion that's on. I'm just going to watch WWE because this is WrestleMania week. And once it's WrestleMania week, I'm not focusing on anything else. Fuck New Japan. Fuck AEW. Fuck Impact. Oh. I don't care what's going on. WrestleMania is too important to pass on. Oh, well, well, well. <laughs> Two minutes to the approval. I, I, can't, I can't throw this like you throw yours, but, you know, I'm going to place it. <laughs> Submit it to the approval of the Ramble Mania show. This is the tale of... Uh, the her business almost breaking up. Uh, oh, yeah. well, to 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 be blunt with it, this is the tale of Bobby Blashley not taking more of the her business as shit. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's ramble. So we open Monday Night Raw at the Thunderdome, and we open up with a match, a rematch from last week that took place in the main event. 
and is now the curtain jerker of the show. We have sure. Seamus taking on Bobby Lashley in just a, in another regular match. Let's, I mean, what, what were your thoughts on this? Um, once again, um, what like what, once again it was you know two big guys going at it, you know, hard hitting. Um, every time we get a match like this, it, it, it keeps me it keeps me like uh, it keeps me like very like very focused. Like I, I I want like like when I when I when I see two guys like that, it's not like how I see two cruiserweights go at it. You feel me? Like sometimes you can see like when they when they're not hitting when they're not hitting each other. But when, when when these two when these two guys like or or somebody like Drew when they go at it, man, you literally see them hitting each other, bro. Like, and then and then the shit is that you can see the marks on their body. So so you can't you can't sit here and tell me like, yo, these guys ain't hitting each other, bro. Look at the marks of that these these guys are leaving on each other, bro. Literally like lacerations, bro. It's 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 insane. I I like it, but I feel like. Like I, I'm liking that now they 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 pushing like they pushing Sheamus a little, you know like they you know they they push him a little more like and I and I like that you know they it was for a while we we haven't seen Sheamus so it's definitely good to see him and getting back in there and brawling with some of the best. Um, the match was pretty good though. I I, I liked it. It was, it was like in the middle for me, but I liked it. Okay, so you know what Six is gonna think when he sees this shit? <laughs> He's like, go away. When he sees this. This fucker stole my gimmick. Because <laughs> he wear, he wears these types of glasses like a lot. But then when he sees this, it's like, oh no, wait, never mind. <laughs> okay, so, so the only thing that I don't like about the glasses is that it has belt. Like if it would have had like a little V, like on maybe like on the bottom of the glasses, that but like on my shirt. Yeah, like yeah, like like you have a whole velveteen dream like on one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that irks you, but those glasses are tough, and I like them. And I like I, they look dope on you, bro. I'm just I'm just glad that they actually sent me my shit. Cause when yeah. I got mad that they didn't send me my shit last time, I wanted to send them a nasty letter. Um, you know it's funny. You you basically said the same shit that you said last week about this match. So I'm just gonna say the same thing. This match was this was a really good match. It showcases Bobby Lashley's like capabilities as a champion. It shows Sheamus is a worthy opponent for the WWE Championship. What happens is just, you know, overall, like I told you last week, there was going to be some issues with the Hurt Business, and we're now finally seeing it here. So the match is getting good. It's getting great. The match ends with, you know, Sheamus putting, uh, getting to tap off from the Hurt Lock. Yeah. Post-match is basically Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander. They pull um, Seamus out. They start beating him up. Bobby Lashley ain't with this shit now. So Drew McIntyre comes out, and he saves his best friend. So, you know, it was a – again, it was a good match between these two. These two are legit powerhouses in the company, and I feel as if they could deliver more. If Lashley is not the champion, mm-hmm. because okay. now I know where uh, Sheamus is going to be going towards oh, for yeah, WrestleMania. Oh yeah, we know, we know where he's going. Yeah, everyone, everyone really thought it would be Keith Lee. We don't even know when he's coming back. Um, I got some news on him. Uh, maybe we could talk about it later. Maybe like after you could the- you could talk about it now because I'm just um, I'm just waiting for the next segment to pop up. So it was saying that he so it was saying that he was injured. Um it was saying that he was injured, but now he's like he's still he's still not ready. 
he's still not ready to return yet, but he's doing much better like on his recovery. And that's really what it was. He was just recovering, but I guess they ain't put it out there or something. But uh-huh. that's what it was. He was he was injured. So now he's just he's just, you know, trying to get back into into shape and you know to make sure he's good. He make, make sure he's at one hundred when he does come back. So it should be soon. I, I would say give it maybe like another maybe three, three months or two months maybe, but yeah, that's 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 what it was. That's what I read up on today. Um, somebody had posted a quick article, um, giving some updates on Keith Lee. Yeah, I'm. I mean, hopefully he makes a speedy recovery, and um, I know that I know this might not be his moment to appear at WrestleMania. You know, if this injury is serious, I mean, there's still two weeks left. I don't don't be surprised if he makes a big return or anything. Surprised if he shows up, honestly, bro. Like, I won't, I won't be so like, honestly, bro. Like, I'll be thinking, I'll be thinking that he's gonna be the one to just join the hurt business, bro. Like, like, right, like, right now, we see the hurt business is going through what they're going through, bro. But as for what I've seen, Javatiers had asked, had told MVP that they hope the hurt business is good, and he, he replied that the hurt business is gonna be good for a while. So maybe this is just a bump in the road. Cause remember we had, remember we had the same thing with Shelton and Cedric, where they were kind of, they were kind of going back and forth. Now they seem good. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe this is just a bump to Lash for Lashley to let them know, yo, step it up, or not, I'm done with y'all. So, th- so this is a prime example. Speaking of them, we cut backstage now. We see Cedric and Shelton. They're walking together, and they run into MVP and Bobby Lashley. Again, Bobby Lashley ain't having this shit. Neither is MVP. And this is why I was telling you last week that, like, okay, there might be some dissension here now since MVP is now more focused on Lashley and not focused on his other guys anymore. MVP yeah. feels as if what he's done is, like, what is, what is, what's done is done now with the Hurt Business. Bobby Lashley's the champion. I need to focus more on him now. I can't focus on these other guys. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that as well. And I feel like that only because they lost the tag team championships. You know, um, honestly, I feel that they have an opportunity to regain the tag team champion. I feel like they should. The Hurt Business was doing well. I, I didn't see why in the hell they had the Hurt Business lose. But if they plan on splitting up the Hurt Business, I'm going to be upset. You didn't, you didn't even really give them a chance to, like, really, like, like oh you the wheel man get that get that get that get the ball rolling you feel me like they wanted the, they just recently won the tag team championship and then now you have them lose to new day somebody that don't need the tag team champions at all tag team that's champions. what I was saying so like they have a match uh, Cedric and Shelton they have a match with Drew McIntyre later on tonight yeah and you know basically again Bobby Lashley and MVP they're not really digging any of this shit and this is where i see bobby lashley's character starting to you know change a little bit because now he doesn't feel as dominant as he was when he first won it and when he was holding on to it for those two weeks now i feel like they're just doing the whole chicken shit heel thing now it's it's starting to simmer and i'm hoping i'm hoping it, it was just this show that simmered it, so that way they could just push him back up the following week. Peyton Royce, after speaking up on Raw Talk, saying everything that she says, she's going up against Asuka now. What were your thoughts on this match? 
Um, about fucking time. About time for Peyton Woods, honestly. Um, I still think she's a little green, like in the ring, just a just a little, like not OD, just a little, because like sometimes when she does some move, you could tell like it didn't hit, and that's why I feel like they need to focus on a little bit more. Like definitely with her, like you know, making sure that the moves they 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 look they look legit. You know, they don't gotta hit, but you gotta make them look a little bit legit. But I'm definitely proud of her. It sucks, like she said, that it took her this long. Like it took her having to go on Raw Talk to speak out for her to get an opportunity, which I feel that that shouldn't have happened. But honestly, that it looks like everybody that's starting to speak out on Raw Talk is getting opportunities. Okay, think mm-hmm. about it. Mustafa Ali went on World Talk, blah, 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 blah. You got opportunity for the United States Championship. You got Peyton Royce did the same thing. She had a, she had a shot, she had a shot to face um to face Oscar. So, you know, it's it's good to see her have an opportunity. I wish I I, I hope they start doing more with her. And just to put it out there, man, I hope they bring the iconics back, man, because they both ain't doing shit. Bro. That's what I was thinking. Also, it's like you know, well, my opinions on this match. This, this was a good. I mean, yeah, Peyton Royce is still a little green, but she put on. You know, she gave it her her one hundred and ten percent in this match. And I'm not gonna say like this was the the best match of the night. It was just something for Peyton Royce to do. They gave her the time that she needed to be in the ring with Oscar. I'm. I'm a little disappointed that it wasn't for the women's championship, but you know, I'm going to talk about why I, this is, this was another one that like I got upset about, but I wasn't as like upset of like, you know, all oh, the new day winning the tag belts. I got upset for one reason of this match and I'll explain it in a minute. So yeah, these two are going back and forth. These, these two are actually wrestling for a good 12 minutes, which is perfect for, for these two, Yeah, you know, and you know, uh, she taps out, so the Oscar lock that's it, match is over. Uh, good showcasing for Peyton Royce. Uh, hopefully, she gets more. Um, my main issue with her was they put her in random teams that she didn't really click or belong in, like, for example, with uh, Lacey Evans. First of all, Lacey Evans should not be teaming with anyone. She should not. She should not be teaming with any woman on the roster. She should not be having Ric Flair by her side. She is a good talker, but she's not that good of a wrestler. Okay. She could work that microphone. She could sell me on anything. The problem is it's all the shit that WWE books her on. The same thing that they're going to be doing with Peyton Royce. It's like after this, what's next for her? I don't know. Because look who shows up out of fucking nowhere. Ah! I knew I I I knew. Did you like this? Because obviously, I want to go you know it. what? Before before I before I get my before I give you my answer on that, I'm just gonna let you know right now. This is not uh, Rhea Ripley's official main roster debut, and I'm sick and tired of people with the stupid incorrectness of the commentary of everyone else. Like she debuted last year. No, she debuted years ago when there was a fucking crowd. Okay, who did she beat? She beat Sarah Logan. I think so, yeah, I think so, yeah. So, this, again. I know. It's I'm happy that she made her debut, but 
this was not a debut. This was basically her return, and they had to push her back into NXT because she lost to Charlotte at last year's Mania, and it was not going to look good for her on the main roster. So they kept her on NXT. They gave her the time off, and then she went back to NXT. Now, for them saying that she made her debut on Monday Night Raw on this on this week is bullshit. Complete yeah, other bullshit. And WWE really needs to, you know, be correcting themselves because i be on my lore when i find shit and i always have to fucking look at everything that's why i'm always late on certain things that's why i have to see everything else before i go on here and start talking about it because then i could be wrong you know so since charlotte has been tested positive for COVID, oh and they they talked about it here on raw now which is I'm gonna go in on that. What are like? I'm like, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me it takes you guys one whole year, one year to finally talk about COVID? You guys are doing uh, ads, ads about COVID vaccines. You guys got Roman Reigns talking about it. Bobby Lashley just won the title and already he's he's doing commercials. <laughs> um, <laughs> facts. Um, See how weird this shit is, it, like. At first, people like at first it was just like, oh, we have we have to censor. We can't talk about it. Like if people talk about it on YouTube, people will get demonetized. If people talk about it on anywhere near the television, you're either gonna get fired or you're gonna get fined. Now it's just like, oh, we're free to talk about this now. We're just, this is just cool. This is just cool now to talk about. So yeah, because they made the announcement that Charlotte has tested positive for COVID. Rhea Ripley will be taking Charlotte's place to face Asuka at WrestleMania. And I'm sorry, Rhea, but you're losing this one because Asuka needs a singles win. Um, she Asuka really needs a singles win. I'm sorry. If you're not if you don't give a singles win to Asuka, there's a problem. What is that? It's a sign with glitter and doctor sprinkles for my niece. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, so okay, so my opinion on everything that happened in that segment, man. Um, I am I am big on Rhea Ripley. I was excited, man. Once I just heard that, this is my brutality. <laughs> Yo, oh my bro, I, I lost it. I lost it, and like uh there's gonna be a slight where I disagree with you, and that's gonna be where like <laughs> I don't think so. I like I feel like shot. I feel like, I feel like one, one. Cause now thinking about it, like now that I'm thinking about it, right? I feel like, I feel like one. It could be good if Rhea Ripley wins because she lost the NXT Championship to Charlotte at WrestleMania. Okay, but also hear me on this. Hear me on this before you say your thing. Oscar hasn't won at WrestleMania. Okay, they lost the women's tag team belts to Alexa Bliss. And Nikki Cross. Even in tag teams, you know, Asuka's had two singles matches. She's lost. No, actually, I think she won. Won. I don't. I don't remember. But Asuka really needs a singles win. It doesn't have to be. You know, they could still have the rivalry between Asuka and Rhea Ripley because that rivalry is going to be sick. I I like where this is going to be going to, but. It doesn't have to be Rhea Ripley's time to win the uh, the championship. And then the minute she makes the announcement, they already have the fucking uh, 
they had the graphic already. Yeah. Um. So. So yeah. So that was that was one of the things. Like you know, I I I feel like I feel like because like like my my thing is I I wouldn't mind seeing it your way as neither Hazel, but one Oscar had that title too long. She she's uh, like cause she cause the reign before this was even longer. The reign before this was longer, and then she lost it, gained it back. And now she's back on a back on a on a on a on a reign again. But here's one thing you gotta understand: like, yes, yeah, she won it and gained it back. But I rather have that reign than have someone else hold on to it. Like, trust me, if 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 this was Charlotte, I think you'd be way up, way more upset than I'd be. I mean, yeah, yeah, but you know, so you got now with with everything with. Oscar that took place between her and Sasha Banks with the the screw job and then you know passing on the women's title like it's some sort of hot potato. I didn't like that, but yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you on that. But you know what? I just say this: if it's not Shayna Baszler beating Oscar, it could be Rhea Ripley, but just not at Mania because Oscar really needs her Mania moment. Yeah. All right, so we go backstage. Oh, wait, hold to- on, let me finish. I wasn't done. Okay. Well, I wasn't because we see we've seen it now. Rhea Ripley is officially a heel. Her, oh, she is. Well, well, her mention. Well, first of all, let, let's be honest. Anybody that mentioned something about COVID beforehand, anything that was mentioned, like anybody that mentioned something about COVID, them having COVID, they got in trouble for. Okay. They, they got in trouble with the company. So we over here. Remember, Oscar is a face. Oscar is the good guy. You need a bad guy. Rhea Ripley is that bad guy, and then they puts her on that bad guy pedestal because she just came. She comes out of nowhere and just announced that Charlotte has COVID. Mm-hmm. Well, nobody, well, nobody, nobody in that in that company has ever came out, or even or even when when they even do it online, like, oh yeah, I got COVID, and they got in trouble with the company. But this girl literally comes out and says, oh. Yeah, so the reason Charlie was here last week challenged you, now she's not here. Yeah, let's just say she got COVID. She cooked. I was like, oh, I was like, yo, she just came out and just said that. Yeah. That for me, for me, I think that right there solidified her as a heel. Now she's gonna be that bad guy because when Charlotte come back, if Oscar don't have the belt and if Oscar don't have the belt and Charlotte come back, Charlotte's gonna be the face, or she's gonna be the anti-heel, because you know. Even even whether you love her or hate her, whether you, if you love her, you still hate her as well. So, you know, she's gonna be like the anti the anti heel, and then um, Rhea Ripley's gonna be the heel. So we cut backstage to uh-huh. Adam Pierce and Drew McIntyre. What were they talking about here? Because I wasn't paying attention. Is this where they made the match official, the handicap match? Yes, yes. He was like he he, he was, um he went up to him. He's like, listen. He's like, you know, I've been here for a while. He's like, listen, I want. He's like, I want. He's like, I want the hurt business. If I beat them tonight, they're banned from inside of WrestleMania. He uh-huh. was like, he was like, okay. And then Drew walked. Oh, out. so that was the stipulation. If Drew wins, then Shelton and Cedric are banned from ringside. Yeah, and that's why I think that's why I think somebody's gonna join the hurt business. It's either that someone's gonna join the hurt business, but it has to be like right after Mania. Like this is the this is after Fastlane. Yeah. So, 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 is that somebody joins the hurt business, or somebody helps Lashley retain, therefore starting the rivalry between Drew and that person? No, no. But yeah, 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 yeah. 
between you and that person, who whoever that person might be. Which I'm thinking, which I'm 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 really hoping for Keith Lee, but after the news that I heard today, I don't think it's gonna be him. So yeah. But you know it's so funny before we go into the next segment. Um do you remember in the summertime where they used to play those fucking like weird Mountain Dew commercials and shit? Yeah, of oh, those two guys and the horses all sweaty and shit. I'm like, what? The oh, and then and then the then the drink comes out the horse, the side of the horse. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Shit? I'm like, that commercial played twice. Every time Raw went on, Raw went to commercials and shit. You don't find that commercial weird a little bit when he be like, oh, he's like, we don't got. He's like, oh, another commercial. He's like, okay. Like, I find it to be Vince cool. McMahon's wet dream just to see sweaty men outside in the summer heat, just, just, just drenched in sweat, and then they're drinking Mountain Dew. Like, do you remember? Do you remember when I think it was around 2011 when the commentators would just have Mountain Dew sitting on the, uh, Yo. on the tables, and they don't even touch it. They don't touch it. They don't drink it. After display, bro. So I used used to hate Mountain Dew because of that commercial. But ever (laughs) since the Super Bowl and John Cena was doing that new Mountain Dew commercial, I've been a huge fan of this shit. I drank it first. I'm saying that I drank it first. I was on I was on video with it, like four of them. Like I had the Frostbite one. I love the Frostbite one, which is like the actual blue one. Yeah, that one I had is my favorite, but I love this one. This one's really good. Yeah, no, that one. That one I tried. I, I I drank literally four of them, bro. When we was doing the, the AEW thing, I drank four of them, bro. I I drank four of those shits, literally four of them. And so, ever since then, ever since like I stopped working, I've been drinking these and just playing Cold War. I'm like, wow, I'm really a gamer. Yeah. <laughs> I just now now all I need is some G fuel. <laughs> Do some crunches as well, drinking all that garbage. All right, so we move forward to Ms. TV. And oh, this the, segment I loved in a way. At the, the ending of the segment, I, I love it. This was this was a it was a good segment leading up to a a random throwaway match. And this is another one that just caught me off guard. Cause to 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 see Jeff Hardy, you know, eat the pin like this, it bothered me. Bro, so, Jeff and I'll Jeff- and I'll explain why. Let's let's talk about the segment first. Okay, okay. So, Miss TV begins. Uh, you know, they've been talking about how Bad Bunny's been, you know, running amok in WWE, making a name for himself. When you know he's a celebrity, he doesn't belong. He doesn't belong. So they make it official. But here's the thing: the the angle is not about what happened during the Royal Rumble because. You know, they uh he declined them on making music with them. Yeah. Or, you know, any of this other stuff. No, they're they're I think they're beefing because Bad Bunny is on the WrestleMania post poster and Miz isn't. <laughs> yeah, you know, he was he was saying he was a how how can somebody that just came into the business haven't done anything be on a poster, but yet your first ever two-time Triple count winner. <laughs> Grand Slam, not triple. Right, yes. yes, Grand Slam. Grand, your two-time Grand Slam champion was not on the cover, but yet Bad Bunny's there like... <laughs> yeah, I was... So they make this a one-on-one match, and then it just gets weird from there. Um, So Miz and Morrison, they have, a, they have a song called Hey, Hey. 
Ho Ho, which is probably a pretty funny but cool song. But now they have a new song coming out and it's Hey Hey Hop Hop. And they had themselves in the Bad Bunny graphics. <laughs> I swear, Morrison is looking more Hispanic by the minute with this Yo. stupid fucking. He looks like a Dominican with just with no shirt on. Wow. Ready to ready to dance bachata to any girl. Smells like Axe deodorant body spray. Drank too much Johnny Walker and wants to play dominoes. Capico. Bro, bro, you got, bro. Like, honestly, I cannot wait for next week because I, yo, I heard a preview of the song. Bro, that shit sounds fire. And then the fact, the fact that you have John Morrison and the misspeaking Spanish in the song. Oh, Yo, bro. Yeah, they took a they took the 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 everyday reggaeton beat that everyone uses. The, the, the <laughs> and bro. then you see these guys in bunny outfits. I'm like, where Listen. in the fuck is Adam Rose right now? Listen, I'm saying it now. If we don't get anything spectacular on next week, raw, this is gonna be the highlight. The the music video that they're gonna that they're gonna do on next week on raw is go is. Most likely, probably gonna be the highlight of this thing. <coughs> Just hearing that 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 little snip, that little snip that we heard on Raw, bro. It had yo. If, if Nikki was here, bro, she'll tell you how hyper I was. I was like, yo. I was like, nah, this is gonna be fire, bro. It's gonna be I mean, fun. It's gonna be fire. I want to watch it because. I know it's it's just a comedic diss track. This is like yeah. on some Weird Al Yankovic type shit. I mm-hmm. want to watch it because this is just going to be something that's entertaining. And yeah. when Miz does something entertaining, it's actually pretty good. It, it always hits. It, it always hits. Always. So we go on to, we, we fast forward onto the match between Jeff Hardy and The Miz. Now, before the match starts, Jeff Hardy literally, and I've never, we've never seen Jeff Hardy do this or even like, it, TNA, WWE, we've never seen him do this in any era that he's been in the world of wrestling. When has Jeff Hardy ever told anyone to take to to tell your dude to leave? When has he ever done that? Well, never, bro. But he he's at the age, bro, where he already he bro, he don't he wants to fight a fair one, bro. He don't he don't got time for the distraction. That's what would have happened. So Morrison is just like, hell no, that's not going to happen. No way. I like parkour. Parkour. That's not going nowhere. Parkour. And Miz is just like, nah, I got this. I got this. And he's like, you sure? Parkour? Are you sure? I could parkour. He's like, nah, I got this. Go go text Taya and all that other stuff. So Morrison leaves. And we have the match. The match to me was, it was weird. Because, you know, when we see Jeff Hardy go to the top rope and he does a swan time. He goes to the top rope and he just does a wee splash. <laughs> and I was just like, this is not the Jeff Hardy that we know and love for all the years. And it got weirder and it got weirder. And then all of a sudden, Miz just beats him clean by himself. I think Jeff Hardy is at the point of his career where he's just now, he's just helping raise, raise you know, put people over him, honestly. It, it's that I was hoping, I was just hoping, man, that they'll get Jeff Hardy just one more run. This is his last, this is most likely his last run with WWE. This is where he said he wants to end his career. That's not going to happen. He's mo- it's happen. most likely, it's most likely, yeah, he'll end his WWE career in WWE. Oh, 
He won't, man. He'll go back to his brother because yeah. at least, you know, Matt yeah. Hardy with his... Together. Go ahead. Finish what you had to say before I say my shit. No, I, I was just going to say that, honestly, they have to end it together. They're the Hardy boys. It, 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 it's, it's, not, it's not like it was just like, oh, when they, when they debuted, it was just Matt and then it was Jeff. No, when they debuted, it was the Hardys. You feel me? So, you mm-hmm. know... Yeah, like yeah, this might like I said, this this is gonna be the end of his WWE career. But I was just hoping that if this is gonna be his end of his WWE career, let him have a. <coughs> it don't have to be the main the the, the WWE Championship, the Universe Championship, but let him hold a title, one last title, bro, one last title before he goes, man. Give us that. And he the last title that he held was the Intercontinental, and he had that rivalry with AJ Styles, I believe. I mean, look, if he's not going to win the Universal, I mean, I feel bad that, like, because Matt Hardy left, and when he left, it was just like, oh, it's basically the same shit as always. They don't see me as this big draw. They see my brother as this big draw. So I'm going to go become a big draw somewhere else. And everywhere that Matt Hardy goes, he becomes a big draw when he's a singles guy. You know, Impact, AEW, he's now a big draw because of everything that he's doing over there. Jeff Hardy right now is losing to the Miz of all people. I think this is the time where if if Jeff Hardy is in the armbar, then yeah, this is his final year in the company. And he's gonna go somewhere else. And he's most likely going to end up with his brother. And I don't mind that. Because you know what? They have one more tag team running them. And if they win the AEW tag belts, that's fine. They're, they could be the only team in history to win the WWF tag team belts, the the WWE World Tag Team titles, the Raw Tag Team titles, the SmackDown Tag Team titles, the Impact Tag Team titles, the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles, every other title that they've won throughout their expedition of gold. You know, it's all just going to expand. And then, you know, Jeff Hardy coming into AEW, we could finally have them win the AEW tag belts, and we could get Hardys versus Bucks. We we need before the Hardys end their career, they need to go for two titles, two tag team titles that they do not have, and that's AEW and New Japan. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I would like to see them go. I would like to see them go to New Japan, especially Jeff Hardy, since he's wrestled in New Japan. Mm-hmm. So after the match transpires, um, that Miz and Morrison, well, Miz is celebrating in the ring. Last week, Kevin Dunn fucked up when Bad Bunny got whacked with the guitar. We didn't see it. We had to see a replay. So he redeems himself once again, except this time. Remember how the chair, uh, remember how the, um, the guitar shot looked when he hit Bad Bunny? It didn't look yeah. like as impactful yeah. and it didn't break. Yeah, because he had the pad on. The pad. That, that too. This one actually broke on the Miz and he like just uh, whacked it on him. I'm like, yeah. good shit. It was a good hit. It was a good hit by Bad Bunny too. Like he hit a real like. <clears throat> First time Bad Bunny ever used the weapon in WWE, a gimmick weapon. And I don't know what it was. I think Bad Bunny was supposed to do something after that and I think he forgot grabs the mic and you know accepts the Miz's challenge and he points at the WrestleMania sign and immediately 
right after that fucking graphic. Yeah, it was already, bro. The graphic was already. Look, one thing I'm gonna say about Bad Bunny, like he just needs to work on a little bit, like his acting, because right, he was already on the ramp, right, and he was breathing okay, bro. The next thing you know, right before he spoke, he was like, he was like, <sighs> yeah, he was doing Shane McMahon breathing. I was like, I was like, come on, Bad Bunny, <laughs> love you, bro, but. Just fix that a little bit, bro. You was perfect fine. You ain't had to do all that. You was perfect. You could have been like, okay, I accept. You know, like that's it. You ain't had to do the whole breathing thing. But still, big ups to Bad Bunny, man. He's doing his thing. And honestly, I can't wait to see what they do with him in WrestleMania. And I hope he don't have any pad. He don't need any pad. That shit, that shit looked too stupid on him. Well, like definitely when the guitar hit, I get it. You gotta protect him. He is a mega star. He is a me- he's a mega music magician. You know, um, a musical guy. Mm-hmm. So you gotta protect them. But man, that I ain't gonna lie, man. That when he got hit with that with the guitar, man, it, it looked it, it looked it bad, man. It looked a little bad. It looked horrible. Yeah, it looked it, it it looked it bad. So I'm I'm happy, you know, they they switched it out and they let him hit the Miz this time. Cause you know the Miz don't need no padding. The Miz, he's awesome. So it, it was great. And once again, like I said, I I'm looking to see what they do for him at WrestleMania. This is a singles match, which I don't think any of us were expecting it to be a singles match. But- we cut next to AJ Styles and Omos coming out. They got a promo in the ring. And, you know, they talk about how they're going to destroy the New Day at WrestleMania, making AJ Styles a Grand Slam champion and giving Omos his first ever WWE championship in the, in the company and him debuting. Omos is the second person next to Fandango to make his official wrestling debut at Mania, like his first ever match in WWE. Yeah. Like, you know how Fandago had, like, matches, but then, you know, the whole gimmick was Lillian Garcia fucked up his name and he would just leave. And then his match was against Jericho and he beat him. I'm like, what? (laughs) Yo, I'm not going to lie. That was one of the craziest things I've seen, bro. Like, you got a megastar in Chris Jericho, and then somebody that just debuted, Fandango, beats him clean with a flying leg drop. And you want to you want to know what this whole angle was about? Chris Jericho on being on Dancing with the Stars, and he wasn't. No, he was. No, no, I'm saying Fandango. Well, Fandango was a dancing gimmick. Yeah. So it was, was just like, oh, because Chris Jericho is trying to do something different outside of his wrestling career and his rock star career. He wanted to, you know, be on television. I don't know if he hosted or if he was just participating in it. But either way, it was just like that was where the angle was heading towards. Yeah. So he 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 mentioned some hints from past WrestleManias. He tells Omas how he's gonna bury the new day like under the ring, like he's gonna choke slam them through the ring and then bury them in dirt and all this other stuff. And I'm like, huh, boneyard match, huh? <laughs> yeah, bringing up boneyard matches. So, this is where things get from serious to funny. It went from Landstorm, if I could be serious for a minute, to the new day coming out, playing the the uh playing the know-it-all game. Like, do you know your partner, Omos? Like, I know Kofi Kingston. What's Omos's favorite color? Red. No, it's mauve. <laughs> yo, what, yo I, I didn't even know mauve was a color, honestly. I, I was. I had to look that up. I'm like, wait a minute. What the fuck is a mauve? I'm like, is that a, I thought at first it was like a brown color, 
Cause it sound. <laughs> it's like 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 when he say like like yeah like I, I was thinking like maybe like a little bit lighter than dirt color like like I was thinking like around there but then when I seen it I'm like what? I was thinking I'm more like, darker and you know what it is with almost on the mic now it's like I want to laugh at everything he says because it's he's it's not that he's like a walking punchline he just comes in at the correct moment when something is funny he's basically the end the the end all to that joke so yeah, yeah what's your favorite color red it's mauve uh what's omas's favorite ice cream like mint chocolate chip reese's peanut butter cup no, 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 no. <laughs> no, he, he said he said vanilla bean he said vanilla bean. i'm just making oh. shit up that's a, but i know the answers to it and it's like who's his favorite wrestler me aj styles Andre the Giant. <laughs> yo, yo, I was like, yo. He's like, he's like, he's like it, it, it doesn't matter. He's like, it, it, like. And, you know, after that little tirade that I had on the New Day becoming 11-time tag team champions, you know, it's only a matter of time before they start adding more tag teams. And I'm hoping yeah. they start adding more tag teams in this. Like, I want Cedric and Shelton to get the rematch. Like, I didn't want them to just lose. And then all of a sudden, they're not getting their fucking rematch clause because of reasons I, I i honestly and i like to go back a little bit to the hurt business mm-hmm. i i i feel i feel like this is not the end of hurt business this is just a bump on a road there's just a bump in the road for them to know like listen stay in your lane you guys lane is the tag team lane you guys don't have to come in and into and, and attack attack sheamus because literally right when they attack sheamus that's what made drew mcintyre came out and that's why he was pissed off because if, if they didn't beat up Sheamus after the match, Drew McIntyre would never came out. But them beating up Sheamus led to that happening, and then led to uh, I think led to what I think didn't no led to led to them standing in the ring face by face to face like, so it was you know like, I I I I like I said I don't think this is the end of the hurt but I think this is just a bump in the road, and I I I hope they they get they rematch for the world um world tag team champions. Well, I'm I'm hoping that actually happens. So we have the match. I think it, it's Kofi Kingston taking on AJ Styles. Um, yeah. What were your thoughts on this match? Kofi Kingston taking on AJ Styles. Um, honestly, it's it's to it's like what what you what you what what you should expect. Um, two athletic, two two athletic guys. Not even strong because they're not strong. They they they're athletic. You know. Just uh, the back and forth, you know, the high-flying spots, you know, the technical, you know, mat, you know, mat maneuvers that AJ Styles. I really enjoyed the match. Um, I just, it's just, for me, it's a little weird, you know, to to just see, like, AJ facing the, just facing the new day. Like, it's, it, it, when it came out of nowhere, but honestly, it's, the match was good. It was decent. It was decent for, for, you know, the time that they had in the ring. And I believe AJ, no, no, AJ didn't come on tight with Kofi, right? Um, Yeah, actually it was. It actually was. Kofi beat him with the, with the SOS. Yeah. So this is basically my thoughts. It was, again, this was a, this was a good match. I like these two when they wrestle. Um, Xavier Woods, class act performance. Um, He was doing commentary, like 
and like at ringside talking about AJ Styles, talking about Kofi. Like the cameras are just focusing on him, like just talking, and it's just so hilarious. There was a spot where um AJ was about to go for the phenomenal form when surprise trombone comes out and they play AJ Styles old TNA theme. <laughs> I'm like, you are an asshole. Yeah, ready to fly. I'm like, you're an asshole. <laughs> but you know, again, that's what I like, like it um to, to have those type of hijinks, especially from someone like Xavier Woods. And he knows his history, that's why. Like he knows the history. Like, he's, he's also like, been in TNA. He was consequences greed. With 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 who Jay are Lethal. Yeah, there you go. It was they were known as Lethal Consequences when Jay Lethal was doing his uh, Macho Man impersonation. The black machismo. That's what machismo, it was. not machismo, machismo. What the hell? Oh, I machismo. I said the black machismo. But it was, it was a really good showcasing between yeah. these two. Um, I, like they, they, what I what I say, this was the match of the night. I could honestly say that it was it was a pretty good match. Like, I think it was something that everyone could obviously say was probably the best thing that ever happened throughout yeah. Monday Night Raw. All right, so we come backstage now to Sheamus, and guess who fucking returns? The new guy. Now, uh, I can, so <laughs> AKA Charlie Caruso's replacement. So apparently, he's been on Raw Talk since you know since he's on since he showed up. Sheamus is backstage cutting the interview on um you know what happened earlier with uh, Drew McIntyre saving him from the wrath of the Hurt Business. He's talking, and then all of a sudden, here comes a wild Matt Riddle and his scooter. Yeah. And oh, so before... Hey, Skipper. <laughs> so before, yeah, before AJ Styles came out, you see Matt Riddle, like, actually scooting by, and he still calls AJ Styles Skipper. I'm like... He was like, he was like, that was some virus series. <laughs> We're still doing the code names, and I'm I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for him to call Seamus Spitfire because that's what he oh, called. Oh, that would lead to that would that would let him to get that. So, Matt Riddle being Matt Riddle being, you know, toasty, <laughs> he's being all toasty and shit, you know, giving Seamus some ideas. Seamus grabs the scooter. Well, no, he doesn't grab it, he Matt Riddle hands him the scooter. And my first thought was he's gonna break that shit in half with his knees, and he's just sitting there holding it and holding it and holding it. And then finally, we get the payoff. He beats Matt Riddle with it. Well, he doesn't beat him with it. He just hits him in the gut with it. I, and I, I was hoping he 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 wrote it. Honestly, I was hoping he got on there. <laughs> all of a sudden, things got really weird in that segment. So Matt Riddle's flip flops are weird first of all he gets hit with the scooter one flip-flop comes off his foot he lands on the floor and then he kicks the other flip-flop off his foot yeah but you don't you don't don't want to be on tv with just one one flip-flops on why didn't you just kick them both off at the same time why it had to be one like that's like that's how you know he's a true fucking stoner i don't know but the mid, uh, uh, I mean, Riddle is funny, man. He's funny, and I like, I like what they're doing with him, man. Cause it's like, honestly, it's like that's what you're supposed to do with a character like him. Definitely, like the way he is, like just let him be himself, just like how he did with the New Day. You let New Day be himself. Let Matt Riddle be himself, bro. He's he's fucking entertaining, honestly. 
but I, I think now we see what's what's uh what they have planned for Seamus at Mania now. The United States Championship. Which is sad because like he's won that belt a few times. Like, can he just win the Intercontinental Championship already? Winning for that to happen, he would have to go to SmackDown. I would just say just switch the belts. One go, U.S. Bowl can go to SmackDown, and I feel it's more comfortable. Wait to the drive, wait to the drive, because remember they did that with the drive. If you have, right, if remember what they did with New Day, they go, they both got drafted, and the instead of, you know, like that champion going to the, they just all they did was switch belts. Okay, here you get the, you get the, you go if you go to SmackDown, and we're we're the tag team champions, and here you take that belt, we take this belt. That's it. All right, so we go on to the. Two on one handicap match. Drew McIntyre taking on Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. Um, yeah, go ahead. Give your thoughts on this. I I like I like the match. Um, I, I wish it would have been um like both of them in the ring. That would have been a little bit more entertaining, honestly. It, it really would have it would like tornado tag rules. Yeah, it it, it honestly it would have made Drew look a little bit more stronger. Not that he's not already strong, but it would just made him look a little strong, a little bit stronger. <laughs> The match against the almighty, God-given Bobby Lashley. Well, um, I'll, I'll I'll explain my thoughts on that before you're done. So go ahead. Okay. Um. So yeah, I enjoyed the match. The match was good. Um. I. Um. It's it, it's sad for me. It's kind of sad to just see the hurt business. You know, like like they lost the tag team titles. Now they're losing to Drew McIntyre, even though there was a stipulation. It's still for me. It still kind of sucks, you know. It still it still kind of sucks to you know. I would have like I would have liked her business to win because I would have liked them to interfere in the match. But then again, it's like it's WrestleMania. Do you really want any match ending in interference? No, you don't. So it was it was good to see them lose. The match in general was very good. You know, um, Shelton is great. Shelton is very athletic. He could do he could do he could do a lot of shit that most people can't even do, even at a young age. Um, so yeah, it was it, it was good. It was good to see what they do. I'm I'm definitely I'm always impressed with um with um Cedric, the young pitbull, which they calling him now. They call him the young pitbull of the hurt business. So it's it's good to see what they you know what they're finally doing with him. The match was great. I enjoyed it. Pretty much it. And then Drew won. So now it's gonna we we know for sure. One on one WrestleMania championship. Uh, you know, I think they're making him. They're 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 pushing him way too strong. They're making him look way too strong now. Right, Drew. Yes, because now he's starting to look like Hogan. He's starting to look like Cena. He's oh. starting to look like Roman for a minute. And I think that if he does win this WWE championship, it's not going to look good. And I'm hoping, and this is just me, this is just me being theoretical here. I'm hoping that's not the case. But from what I'm feeling right now, I have a gut feeling that they're making this dude super fucking strong. (laughs) And I'm scared because we're going to have a live crowd at Mania. So it's been it's been nearly like almost a year since we had a fucking crowd. So imagine if Drew comes out like, what's that reaction going to be? What's Lashley's reaction going to be when he comes out? What's anyone's reaction in general? 
Uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting, man. Imagine the crowd come back to start booing the shit out of everybody. Like, oh shit. no, well, after this, um, after Mania, they're going back to the virtual thing because apparently they're going to find a new location for the Thunderdome since yo, baseball's coming back soon and shit. You know, you, yo, imagine we start seeing Beach Bowls again at WrestleMania. I don't. Please let. Can we? I don't want to see. Well, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if people are gonna do that since you know COVID restrictions and everything, and people are gonna be in pods and bubbles and all that shit. It's gonna be like Jake Gyllenhaal Bubble Boy shit. That's all I'm thinking right now. But I'm 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 a little interested to see how they're gonna do the setup. Honestly, like I'm very intrigued about that. Like how they're gonna have people and like. Cause, you know, WWE, WWE is all extra. AEW, they just put them in groups, split them. You know, have them. They said they said that they're gonna that they're gonna, it's it's most likely gonna be the same thing as what they're doing in AEW because they have the group tickets and then they have the individual tickets. So the group ones are gonna be like the ones in the fucking pods and shit. So oh, the but group yeah, ones but are gonna, like, like a pod, like AEW. Yeah, there everyone's going to have a pod, but at the same time, like I'm hoping that they do this whole thing with the, the cardboard fat head stuffs for the, for the empty seats too. Yeah. But we just got to wait and see my yeah. thoughts on this match though. Yeah. Well, what's your thought, brother? Good fucking match. Okay. Um, these two Shelton and Cedric, they really gel together as a team. I know that whole thing with them, you know, descending and all that stuff was like an angle and all that shit because maybe they couldn't work together and maybe they were, Cedric just got really hungry and got greedy and wanted to get more rec- uh, recognition. I get it. But these two really gelled together as a tag team. I don't think there's ever a moment that Shelton Benjamin teamed up with someone and it's been a fucking failure. Like, I don't, I don't want to mention him and Gable because they didn't do nothing with them. And I'm just like, that's a, that was a good team right there. You mentioned Charlie Haas, the world's greatest tag team. That was probably the best tag team that man had. Yeah, that's who. Those but guys were great together. I'm hoping if the Hurt Business do break up and MVP just focuses on Lashley more, mm-hmm. I hope they don't uh, – I hope they keep Cedric and Shelton as a tag team. So I but hope you- they keep – I hope they at least keep them as a team. Like I fuck with you, hate you, right? But it's it, it's weird, right? Because you hate it, <laughs> and you hate because you said it plenty of times in this video. You hate it when they put random teams together, right? No, but this is a sta- this is a stable. This is something that's that's different. It's, that's, still, it's, still, it's still a random team though. If, if they keep them, if they keep them, it's still gonna be it's, it's gonna be. A but random. it's not it's not really a random team because it's they've wonderful. still around. They've still been together for a while. It's been like almost gonna be a year that they're gonna be together. So either way, if they're like when I think of makeshift tag teams, I think of people that I know are not gonna last long. Like they just put them together to just face these people for a particular reason. Yeah, but you felt the same way with Shazi Blackheart and Amber Moon, and they. But that again, but that's another thing that's different. I don't care about that because the women's division is already going to shit, and Vince McMahon basically led it to that shit. I'm gonna say it right now, and, and then after this, like I'm, I'm, then we can move on, right? Yeah, because I want to. I still want to give my thoughts on this match. <laughs> right, you are right, but it's gonna be interesting, right? When we do it live for WrestleMania. Because Combs has a totally different opinion 
on the woman's thing. So it's going to be very interesting to see you and him go back and forth about this. And that and that's why and that and that's why I'm honestly I'm very excited for WrestleMania because it's gonna it's gonna be intriguing. It's gonna be intriguing to see like Holmes' opinion and then everybody else's opinion. And like it's gonna it, it's gonna be fun. But give give your give your opinion on this match. Let's go. This is so it was still a good showcasing. Um Cedric with the with the crazy selling on the Claymore, and once again, Drew slapping the fucking leg. Just slapping the leg. How much? How much you think they getting fined? Like they they're got fi- it. They're really finding them like five hundred to a grand. Dude, like yo, find me, nigga. I'm be claiming more than shit out of everybody. Ah! Or just plain and simple, my nigga. Just slap your other leg. Slap the leg that you're not using. Why are you? Why you? Why y'all motherfuckers just slap the slap the leg that y'all really use and just show that shit on camera? Like my nigga. I would have just. When I, I, re- when I wrestled, when I did a super kick, I kick people with my left leg, okay? And I slap with my fucking right thigh. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking. I'm not these people that's, that fucking do the same thing on contact. That's dumb. Because I don't want that shit shown on camera. And the fact that they. Did, yo, they've been doing that for so long. It's, it finally took someone. From like I don't know main event or from whatever raw that took place, it took some. It took Vince McMahon to finally see that to realize like we can't do this shit anymore. You know it's funny. Ever since they've been doing that, AEW been using the leg slap. Oh, of course, no, of course, because that's a shot at the company because it just goes to show that WWE is the no fun zone. Yeah, I was I was dying like I was watching AEW earlier and. Um, one of those, one of those brothers, those new brothers that's in AEW, that new tag team, the the fly, the, the sky. Guys. Um, what is it? Top flight. Yeah, 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 them. They um, one of them, I think the other one's injured. He was he was like teamed up with uh somebody there. Oh, with the, with Brian Pillman and and Gif, who the fuck is Gift Garrison? Yeah. Um, and like he was doing, he was just like he was on a roll, and they just kept on slapping. I was like, like oh yeah, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, yo, I was like, hey, Wallen. <laughs> but, yeah. but no, this company, this company's dead ass Wallen on doing that shit. But yeah. no, it was a great match. You know, Cedric Alexander is an amazing seller. But when he took that Claymore and he did the fucking upside down shit, I'm just like, bro, your neck should have been broken. So we cut now to a women's tag team match. I think it was, oh, if I can see this guy. Okay, here we go. It's, oh my God. And this is how you know I don't care because now I'm just, it's I'm, the at, same people, I'm at that point now. And it's Dana Brooke and mm-hmm. taking on Dana Baszler and Nia Jax. And the sommelier is there. And guess who's on commentary? Anna Neal. And guess what? Everyone wants a piece of the Somalia, including Naomi. Bitch, you married. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Like, didn't you have a didn't you have an angle with Mandy Rose? Didn't she try to go after your man? Didn't she like appear in this lingerie oh, that was I like literally? I dead forgot that. That's crazy. Like my nigga, she was she literally brought this, uh, she literally lured this nigga to a hotel. And she showed up in this lingerie that was com- like 
you want to talk about rated R, my nigga. Oh shit, Edge Edge needed a cease and desist for that shit. Cause yo, she came out in this rated R lingerie. I'm like, there's children watching this, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? But no, um, yeah, we had an old Jerry Lawler. And once again, this match is is just. It's a filler. It's a filler. That's what it is, bro. It's a filler. It's a filler, but it's also they're they're focusing on the sommelier. They're talking more about him, which is like, yo, this nigga is getting all of the fucking attention. This they man, this is the Harvey. Good. This is the Harvey Whippleman of the women's division of this generation of this era. Okay. Instead, he could flip. He could do tricks. He could. Bro, he could be in the next Bad Boys movie, and all he needs is uh, uh, all he needs is two knives and a suit, and just flips and shit. Like, yeah, come he, on, he's very athletic. It's crazy. Um, chills, overall, the match was just utter bullshit. I was just sick and tired of hearing Lana and Naomi commentate. And honestly, I, just, I forgot they even fought. That's the same with me because it's like I again. This women's tag division is going to shit. This is why I'm just going to keep shitting on it until it's done and over with and they never speak of it again. You know, you want to say, well, yes, they will. It took them 30 years to not talk about the, the old women's tag team titles that they had back then when Vince was when Vince's dad was running the company. I don't, I, 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 like, I hate to disagree with you, but I don't, I don't think so, bro. I think, I think. Like I get it, I, I I get I, I get it. Like I I feel I feel like you know like I get it. Like you want to you want them to do better with these females, and yeah, we're not getting that right now, Hazel. And I know it irks the shit out of you, but sadly, everything needs time. You even said it last week, you said everything needs time. So therefore, you got whether you hate it or not, Hazel, you have to give these women time, bro. You shit on them every week, but yet. But here's the thing, though. They there's there's. There's limited excuses for this. At this point, they weren't even focusing on the women in this match. They were just focusing on the fucking sommelier. That's true, and that's what happened. That, that's the problem. If you're going to focus on the women, focus on the women. Stop yeah, focusing on this one thing that you're trying to give too much attention to. Yeah, but you know whose fault it is? It's That's the booking. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. The booking, but also, it's also if you had a right... A, a boss with the right mindset, then all these things that, that people are booking and because it has to get confirmed by Vince McMahon first, point period. It has to get confirmed from his from him first. So when a company is run by a old man like that, that's that is still thinking of old, the old school way, we're never we're, we're never gonna get an improvement. Now when he goes down and then let's say Triple H take over, then maybe we could start doing, we could start seeing something like that because look at NXT. NXT is Triple H's baby. Every female that has been on NXT, they doing shit with, bro. Like, except, except the ones that, the, the extra ones that they showed on that night where they show all the females that are in NXT. But NXT are doing the right things with the females. But that's why you need, you need a younger person to run the business. Because somebody like Vince man, he's going to constantly shit on the females. He's going to shit on them in some kind of capacity. But the ones that he like, he's going to shoot them to the moon. Look, I'm just saying, like, overall, there there needs to be something. It something does. Needs, something needs to be fixed here. And I'm not blaming the woman here. It's all Booking's fault. It's all Booking's fault. But in general, 
this whole women's division yeah. really needs the help. Just as just like I say about the tag division, that needs help too. The fact is, like, you know, they rely on the same women. They don't rely on the people that they bring in. That's not fair because they can bring in more fucking eyes than what the than what your current women's roster are bringing in. It's not fair. It's not fair to us because people are, are already sick and tired of Nia Jax. People are tired of Shayna Baszler. People are tired of certain women like this. Like already, people are tired of Sasha Banks again after all the fucking losses that she's gone through as champion. No lie, yo, that's so true. As fucking champion. Do you know how many times we do predictions and we never bet on Sasha Banks? And it's most likely because the company's shitting on her. They shit on her completely. And I feel bad because it's like, you're trying to build up this woman for mania to go against this woman. And the fact that you put her in these tag matches over and over and over and over, and she has to be the one to eat the pin and she's the reigning defending champion. You're making her fucking weak. And she's not a, she's not a fighting champion. She is just a loser. And I'm not trying to diss Sasha Banks. That's just how booking is doing that. Like, like the only reason I get aggravated because sometimes, like sometimes when you say stuff like that, I like you, like in a way, in a way you make it seem like you're like, like oh, like it's these females, but you know, it's it's, it's definitely not their fault, man. They're just doing what is asked. I'm not trying to blame them directly. It's just I only blame them for the fact that you know when they have to deal with shit like this. They're the ones that are saying yes to this, this to this shit that's happening. They're the ones that have to say yes when they're told they have to eat the pen. And it's just like, yeah, what kind of it. sense does that make? Stand, it's like, so stand up for yourself and just, you know, try to correct something. They yeah. still do backstage politicking in 2021. Like, do something about it. You're the champion. Do you want to look weak or do you want to look strong going into mania? Because right now you're looking pretty fucking weak in my eyes. Yo, but you ain't hear you ain't even hear what Bianca Belair was telling her. She was like, "Yo, get it together." Like she's like, "That's not my problem." She said, "That's your problem." Still, still, it's, it, even even if Bianca Belair says that in 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 kayfabe world, that's Sasha that's Sasha Banks's problem. In the real world, that's Vince McMahon and the writing's problem. Um, our main event before we go to the actual final segment of the show, our main event is basically Braun Strowman versus Elias again. A squash match because Elias once again whooped his ass. I mean, Boston once again whooped his ass. This was a no- and Shane McMahon is basically faking his injury. Yeah, like I knew, like I knew, like I like like I knew he was doing. I I, I knew that I, was, I knew he was faking it. He was faking it because he didn't want to face Braun right away. He wanted to. He wanted to just you know keep getting him mad every week. So so then finally, I changed your version. It's going to be a false count anywhere match at Mania. Shane Shane. McMahon is going to get choke slammed or he's going to get um, power slam, running power slammed right off the pirate ship into just some crazy contraption. They're going to do something crazy. And I get it. Like, you know, the match in general is going to be like, it's going to kick ass because it's Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman, you know, Braun Strowman could take a few potatoes here or there. We're talking about a guy that got kneed in the head by Brock. No, that got a straight up potato to the dome by he's Brock like, Lesnar. Fuck that! Like, what? So fuck down! He's a, oh, hold that. So look, the match was stupid. It was dumb. It just didn't. Again, it's just something to pass the time. I'm, I was just mad that this was the main event. 
Yeah. Like, I this mean, had to be the final match of yeah, Raw. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, this is the final match, yeah. I'm like, uh... I mean, like, you know, when I when I see Braun Strowman, I think it's just this, this monster and everything, not, not this not this character that they're trying to portray him as now and it's it's just so fucking oh my god it's like if you go to um it's very bland and it's it's awful it's very awful it's like if you go to a denny's and you know i i'm i'm, I'm an actual witness that it's like if you go to denny's and you want to order food for the first time there because you've never eaten it and you hear all these great reviews that Denny's is the fucking greatest food of all time. And then you take a bite out of it, and it's just like, yeah. this shit is horrible. That's what this whole angle is. It is a bad day at Denny's. So earlier within the show, we had, you know, Alexa Bliss looking like she just stole all the cocaine that I used to hide from people and just put it all in her face on her playset. And Randy Orton wants to summon the fiend out to the ring so we go to, we we get there so before uh we see randy orton carrying this this black bag and he he's walking down the ring and he's he's just waiting for the fiend to come up it's basically the same shit that sort of transpired but uh fasting but this time it's different the fiend comes out and he's standing in the middle of the ring and he's just standing there he's standing there like a mannequin in Times Square trying to make a daily living. And Randy Orton goes to the corner. He opens the black bag. It's a canister filled with so-called gasoline, a.k.a. it was water. So he pours it on the thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I just like how you just like. I just like how at this exact moment, this is where you finally just do that. <laughs> so he's the the fiend is just standing there, and he's standing there, and he's just standing there. He pours the the, the fake gasoline on him. Yeah. Alexa Bliss basically like does just distraction. I think there was a spot where. Did, did he RKO him? No. So why was the fiend on the floor? Oh no no yeah no he yeah yeah you right yeah yeah. So he RKO's him. Yeah he, and yeah, then, he You know. And then and then he was gonna he was going after like Alexa. Mm-hmm. After Alexa and then the fiend just fucking get popped up like boop. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Sixer Abigail. Except this time. No sexy OnlyFans pins, cause Mrs. Orton don't like that shit that happened that fast lane. <laughs> but you know what? That also got Randy Orton under fire too, because I mean, bro, your wife watches this shit. You don't think like she's gonna get mad that someone that's dressed up like a little girl is again, on top of you? Once again, <laughs> can't say nothing, boy. She better take that out with Vince. <laughs> You can't say nothing, boy. It's Vince. I say it all. Everything that happens is Vince McMahon, bro. What it's Vince him? and it's the writing because this is what the writing basically gave them. It's like, this needs to happen. This pin has to happen. And you want to know why it has to happen? Because of the memes, bro. Because the memes. The memes are coming. <laughs> all right? So, yeah. um, Alexa Bliss got a lot of heat, but Randy Orton got some heat, too, from that. And it's like, so... 
the way he get the way he tries to get out of it is by you know dissing his own wife and throwing soldier boy in this whole mix because we forgot to talk about that whole shit this whole thing with soldier boy beefing with everyone in wwe soldier boy ain't got no life but he ain't got nothing better else to do bro. this nigga went from stupid music just this, this uh making a ferrari uh making a toy car a piece of jewelry uh, his own gaming console from China and taking all of Nintendo's games, almost went to prison for it. And now this nigga's dissing Randy Orton and everyone in WWE. Bro, somebody needs to find him a father so because someone needs to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Yo, real. Randy be dragging him. I ain't gonna lie. Randy be wilding on him. So yeah, he, he throws him on there and he, and he basically says, oh, uh, hey, Soldier Boy, can you tell my wife that this is fake? <laughs> I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Randy is a beast, bro. I'm telling you, nobody could come at Randy, bro. Randy's always going to have something to say, bro. I mean, so yeah, with all that shit that transpired at Fastlane, that shit was not going to happen on Monday Night Raw, especially on some PG shit. Oh, Randy Orton said bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm done with the bullshit. I'm like, yes, more cursing. I get it because it's WrestleMania week. You want to hype it up, so you got to say bullshit. Like, you get one bullshit. Yeah, you get one word. You get one curse. Use it wisely. No, no. In in WWE terms, one person gets to say bullshit within the week. Everybody else just. Everybody else got to wait their turn. This, this, This week is Randy Orton. Next week. It'll be Alexa Bliss. You think so? Imagine. <laughs> and then the following week, it'll be Bobby Lashley again. And then the go-home show at WrestleMania, before Mania, it'll be Drew McIntyre. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. And then you could have Bad Bunny say all the Spanish curse words at Mania because they're not going to censor it. Yeah, because they don't know what he's saying. Unless... unless- Unless if you're watching WWE in Spanish, then <laughs> yeah, watching WWE, you're watching WWE Espanol. <laughs> that show <laughs> gets censored. Yeah, it's gonna be like puta madre, beep, beep, beep. All right, so um, overall, what, um, what do you grade uh this month, this week's uh, Raw? I'll give it. They they had a few decent, a few decent segments. It's not like they didn't. It's not like like the, I think it was the week before where they they weren't building for anything. There, it was actually a building up show, like building to some of the matches. So I would say I give it a bar. Oh no, wait, no, we're doing that or number? we're doing um we're doing grades. So I give it a like grade as an A and B and shit like that. Yeah, I give it a C. Um, everything that took place in this show was. I'm gonna give it like a, a B minus. I wanna say I'll, I'll keep it at B minus. I'll keep it at B minus. Mm-hmm. It was it was average and mediocre at best. I mean, they they plugged some stuff at Mania. They plugged way too many things because they had graphics for that shit like seconds before they made the announcement. Um, there was there was a lot more segments on here than wrestling, which again, it's a three hour show. You. Mm-hmm can't really complain about that because there's going to be more there's going to be more things that happen this week and then it could be less next week who fucking knows 
Um, they really, they really gotta stop. They really need to stop with this whole angle with Shane and Braun. Like, I'm hoping after Mania, this whole thing is over. Like, Shane will be gone. Braun will be gone. We don't have to see them. We don't have to see Shane ever again. We don't have to see him for another two years. We could see Braun, like... I don't think Braun is going to be gone. Braun is still going to be there. They're probably going to have something else for him to do, but Shane is probably going to be gone. I'm hoping so. Like, they, they better at least, like, do something. Like, he could probably be the next person to face Drew. Who knows? Braun? Yeah. That'd be it. That'd be good. That I, I that 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 I wouldn't have a problem with, honestly. That I would not have a problem with at all. They need to work on the the women's division like completely. This whole booking, the everything that they're doing backstage with them, it's not looking so well. Yeah. Um, the Hall of Famers again, congrats. Um, everyone else that's gonna be in 2020 is also gonna be with 2021. So we're gonna see a lot of people in this one. Um, is I'm hoping if they do this, I'm hoping they bring Juice and Thunder Liger out so that he could be in the WWE like arena to give his speech and everything. Oh yeah, because yeah, I forgot he was he was nominated last year, but yes. last year he didn't have a. And he's gonna and he's gonna be on this one. That's 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 gonna be good. Um, good. But yeah, like you know, overall. Oh, we forgot about this. So we go, we we went backstage with Bobby Lashley and MVP. That's when you know, that's when the whole chicken shit heel shit began. Yeah. He's pissed off about the her business about Shelton and Cedric not beating Drew. So he goes to the locker room, and he sees all these twenty four seven guys. And guess who's guess guess who is in that room that doesn't belong there to begin with? A wild ricochet. That's another one who should be in the her business. Much agreed. And he's like, they put a bounty on Drew McIntyre's head. All these job, all these jobbers need to take Drew McIntyre out. Whoever takes him out gets to become WWE champion. I guess to fight for the WWE champion. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess to fight lastly for the title. Uh, I'm gonna give Raw just a solid, you know, I'm gonna give it a solid C. It was pretty okay. It got boring at some parts, but then it picked up here yeah. on end. Uh, the Kofi and AJ Styles match was good. The two-on-one handicap match was good. Lashley and Sheamus, again, also good. Rhea Ripley, welcome back to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> you still with that, right? Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, because that's not her debut. She debuted last year, dumbasses, and they don't fucking understand that shit. So, yeah, I, I'll give it you, – you left it at a B-. minus. I'll give the show uh, a C plus. Okay, so it's around. So, I mean, you could we could say it's a C. Give it a C. No, I give it a C plus because then it'll, after the C plus, that then it's your B minus. So we'll okay. leave it at that, and then we'll just leave it at like a yeah, we'll just leave it like a, at a solid B. All right, that was it. Was a pretty good show. Yeah, because it had because it had um, like like I said, it had it it. it it's leading like the storyline is continuing now. Now we're beginning the ball moving now. Now yeah. the ball moving towards WrestleMania now. So before we end this, I want to show you one thing. So just give me one second. Just it's something to with the whole fiend thing. Hold on, give me one second. Oh my god. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> Yo, bro, I was wearing this, I was wearing this in the mall, right? And I mad people was looking at me, right? 
So I'm trying to figure out, like, what the fuck? Why the fuck they looking at me? I forgot I had the fucking fiend um, face mask like this. I'm just, I'm just walking in the mall casually, just like this. Oh just, my god, man! Just like this, bro. So it's this is fire. This is this is probably one of the things that I love that I got for Christmas. Um, my sister in law bought it for me, Brittany. Shout out nice. to you. Nice. Thank you. Appreciate this. Dope. That's dope. I want to try to get like the actual mask. I heard it's like it's it's not expensive online and shit. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. I give it a shot. If you do, if you get it, I'll get it as well. I want to rock it for Halloween, honestly. If I get it, I want to rock it for Halloween. If I get like, let me see, because the, there's a possibility that the new, the new like uh, version, the new version might be up for grabs on the shop. And if that one comes out, I'm getting that one. Like and they're making uh an elite figure of that fiend already. Oh, yeah, uh, true. But they already they already announced it. They were like they were like, oh, do you want to see the new fiend as a WWE elite? I'm like, hell fucking yeah, bro. The fuck. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, you could find us youtube.com forward slash Ramble Mania. So you click on that subscribe button, leave a thumbs up, share this with your friends all over the all across the world. News episodes every week. Follow us on the link tree where you can follow all of our audio podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, you know, all those other plans. And we get all of the audio stuff sent to you for you all to enjoy and listen to on your regular daily schedules and during these times during COVID. You can follow us facebook.com forward slash Ramble Mania Show, Twitter at Ramble Mania, Instagram at Ramble Mania Show at Banter Club also. Twin, let them know where to find you at. You can find me on IG, Savage, P-C-P-W. Once again, Savage with two A's, P-C-P-W. You can find me on Instagram at iZombies, double I-Z-O-M-B-double-I-E-S-Z. For J Savage, Hazel the iZombie. We are your inaugural co-Ramble Mania Heavyweight Champions. We are Twin Magic. Wishing you all a pointing goodies. A2 sweet. And goodbye. Good night. Bang. <laughs>